0: Welcome to The Coach's Corner, I'm Mike Van Hooser. In today's video, we want to share with you five characteristics of transformational leaders based on our work and experience with business leaders, entrepreneurs, and elite athletes. We talked about that there were five that really rose to the top in the podcast episode of this week's Monday Morning Moments episode, and we'll post a link to that either on this side or this side of the video. Uh, But we shared one of those with you in the Monday Morning Moments uh, podcast, and we talked about empathy and why that's so important. But I want to give you the other four and talk a little bit more about empathy, but the other four that rise to the top. So let's get right into the content, and whether you're a leader uh, in your home, uh, in your community, at work. In sports, I think you'll really be able to relate to these and they will help you in your leadership and your influence, but also in the relationships and the team that you're trying to build and the influence that you're trying to have in other people's lives. And the first one that rises to the top for me in our top five is being vulnerable or vulnerability. And it's interesting because we've been talking about vulnerability for a long, long time. And when we first started talking about it, a lot of leaders that we would present this to, and we based it on research, um, they didn't really agree with it. They said, well, uh, being vulnerable, that seems weak. But as you we've gotten more and more into different generations in the workforce, and especially today, I think you see that being vulnerable is really important as a leader. And what this doesn't mean is that a leader doesn't know what's going on or you know, comes into a team meeting and says, Well, I don't know what we should do. You know, I have no clue. We don't want that kind of a leader. We want some leader who has a, a vision for the future, but also is vulnerable enough to ask What do you think about that? And for you, that might seem simple and original and something that everybody should do, but we find that a lot of cultures, a lot of leaders and organizations don't often do that because a leader feels like they have to come across as confident and if they show vulnerability, then it shows a sign of weakness or that they don't know which direction to go. But when we've researched the best cultures and the best teams, the leaders who are vulnerable, the leaders who ask, you know what what do you think about that or where do you think we should go I have some ideas but I want to get your input you get to the best solution and so vulnerability is you know asking you know those kinds of questions and getting input from your team it also shows up in being transparent about challenges that you have faced failures that you've had those kinds of things can build authenticity in your leadership style and also connect you with other people they realize that you know you're not perfect. They know you're not perfect but when you actually realize that and and share that with them then it allows them to say hey this person is real and this is a leader that I want to follow. So being vulnerable is really important and that rises to the top and again these are not necessarily in any order but I like vulnerability and I like a leader who is authentic and is vulnerable in their approach. The second one is the one that we shared uh, this past week and it's empathy and so it goes hand in hand with being vulnerable if you're authentic you're transparent about things then you are naturally going to have a tendency to show empathy but it's a skill that has to be developed because a lot of times I think people try to listen intently and as a leader, it's, it's tempting to be able to speak and we want to speak and we want to jump into things. And even when somebody shares something with us, we immediately want to go to, well, these are the three things you need to do. Uh, but listening effectively and listening empathically is important because then a person feels heard and understood. And when you're able to reflect not only the feelings that they're sharing, but also rephrasing the content and summarizing kind of where they're coming from and what their perspective is and the context for that and the feelings around that, then they feel heard and understood and they will be more receptive to the ideas that you want to share with them as well. And true empathic listening is not just getting to a point where you can communicate your point more effectively and it's received, but it's making a connection. It's having great dialogue and great collaboration, and when you show that, you're showing compassion for the other person, and you're able to really get in tune with where they're coming from versus just being able to say, okay, well, you said this, or you feel this way, but it's really getting in tune with who they are and how they're wired, what motivates them, and again, empathy is a key skill, I think, that we need, and it may rise to the top of any of the five that I'm going to share with you today because I think people you know, in this day and age need empathy more than any other thing from leaders and in relationships as well. The third thing that I, we find a lot of times in leaders and that people want in leaders is competence. We want people to be competent. We want them to be able to have a skill that they're competent and they know what they're doing. Nobody wants to follow a leader who doesn't know what they're doing. And uh, it doesn't necessarily need to mean that you need to, as a leader to be perfect, are to be competent in all things. And I think when we've worked with emerging leaders in organizations, a lot of times they think they have to be competent and an expert in all things. And that's not the case. But you need to show some level of competence in the skills that you need. And as a leader, when you're leading versus maybe doing, and as you've grown through the ranks in an organization, a lot of times we're promoted based on the competence we have in a certain skill. But you've got to develop competencies and other things to be an effective leader and being able to have a strategic mindset and communicate vision and do some of the other things that we're talking about regarding these character traits. Those are the things that you need to be competent in, in addition to maybe some of the things that just are talents and strengths of yours. Um, giving up control is a, another skill that we'll probably talk about in another uh, Coach's Corner segment. But I, I think that... Maintaining some level of competency in kind of your core skills, but also those leadership skills is really important. And people are going to respect somebody who shows a level of competence in things that they're doing. We want leaders to be competent. So that's a third skill that's very important. A fourth skill is having discernment. And discernment is really just being able to draw from a database of experiences in order to have a perspective and a a position on things, but have a perspective on going forward and deciding what direction to go. So being able to make decisions based on a database of experiences that you have that you've drawn wisdom from, and these could be both from successes and from failures but you're taking those data points and you're putting them into a knowledge base that you're able to draw upon and then when you see circumstances or you see certain things happening you're able to discern you know whether it's a person who's going through something you're able to relate to them more and give them the appropriate uh, guidance and wisdom in a certain situation or if it's a certain business scenario that you're seeing where you say, I've seen that before and kind of here's, here's what I think's going on and here's the direction we should be able to go. But discernment can be both in communicating wisdom but also communicating direction in which way uh, you should go, whether it's your team in sports, whether it be in business. And discernment is a key skill, skill that a leader uh, needs to be able to develop. And uh, we find that the best leaders are discerning leaders. Um, they're able to, to do that, not just being judgmental are not, you know, just thinking they have to have a perspective on everything, but that perspective is based on deep expertise and experience. And that's where we find the best leaders are very discerning. Also, discernment shows itself in another way, in that you're able to read the pulse of the culture and the organization and your team. And some leaders feel like they have a lot of expertise and they have a lot of experience, but they're not very discerning because they can't tell that, when morale is down, or when they need to um, maybe hold somebody more accountable, or when they need to back off and show more grace in a certain situation. And all of those things roll up under dis- a discerning heart. And when you have a discerning heart, you're going to have more effective dialogue uh, with the team that you're leading. So, and then the fifth thing that we see with the best leaders is really uh, encouragement or encouraging the soul. That's what we refer to it as in our uh, invisible hand of leadership. Uh, we talk about this habit of encouraging the soul, not just being an encourager, but encouraging at a deep level, at a soul level, not just at a top level, kind of, hey, you're doing a great job, but being able to tailor your encouragement to specifics around what they're doing well. And I think people are more you know, receptive to that Uh, versus just saying great job, which is encouraging. But being able to say, hey, when you gave that presentation, you talked about the details and you were able to communicate that to a wide variety of audiences that we had in the group that we were presenting to, that's a very specific thing. Or, you know constantly coming back and saying, you appreciate the work they're putting in, you appreciate you know, the guidance that they're giving to other people, that you see when they're mentoring others, that you see you know specific skills that they have. And we love encouragement. And uh, in our leadership workshops, we often talk about how even the Michael Jordans need to be encouraged. So even your best players on your team or even the best players uh, at work on your team there, they need encouragement. And it may come out in a different way. And some people need more encouragement than others. But it's really important as a leader that you're encouraging them. And you don't want to be like the guy who said, you know, well, you know, I signed their paycheck today. So if I don't sign their paycheck or, you know, and they suddenly are without a job, they'll know, you know, that I don't like them anymore. That's not how we want to be. So we want to make sure that it's not just the signing the paycheck and it's not just, you know, you saying that's what I paid them to do. It's encouraging them and getting them to go above and beyond. And that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because we want the best for them. And in turn, that's going to bring out the best in them. And so being an encourager is important. And you have to do it in your own authentic style. Um, You don't want to be an over-the-top person encouraging people if that's not who you are. So it may come across in a different way, but... Make sure that it's coming from an authentic place and make sure that you give attention to that. So encouragement, empathy, discernment, competence, and being able to um, be vulnerable in certain situations. Those are five things that rise to the top as some of the best leadership characteristics that we see in leaders. In the comment section uh, for this session session and podcast episode i want you to list maybe some of the things that rise to the top for you or out of the five i mentioned what's the number one thing for you what's one thing you're going to work on and maybe what's something that you do very well so i hope this has been uh, good for you today I want you to lead well and lead in the right way and if we can do anything to help you as far as coaching Or if you're interested in some of the leadership workshops that we do, we'd love to come into your organization and talk to you more about leadership and help you develop a leadership culture with your team and in business and sports and life as well. So have a great day. Make the most of the moments of your life and be a great leader and be the leader that uh, you desire to be and that the people need you to be in their life. You're a leader because you're a person of influence. And with these five skills, I think they will help you in developing these characteristics and developing these character traits to make the most meaningful impact within your sphere of influence.